Yo, what's good, Keisha? What's good, Cal? Hey, Jay. What's good, fam? Man, I thought I was going to be late. The city jumping tonight. Really is, but nah, we on time. Cool. Oh, hey guys, I got y'all something. Pop this in. Now let's kick it old school. Let's go. 
on and I'm not gonna sing another sad song But sometimes I do sit and reminisce then Think about the years I was raised Back in the day Back in the days when I was young I'm not a kid anymore But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again Back in the days when I was young I'm not a kid anymore But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again And everybody back in the say days I when I was way young, back I'm not when And everybody say I remember way back when And everybody say I Yo, I definitely remember those times back in the day. I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your girl Keisha. It's your boy Kel. And you're now tuned in to kicking the old school every Thursday at 8 where we take you back with the trash. That's all of that. But as well as men, that generational gap. Welcome back to the show, y'all. I'm so glad that y'all showing nothing but love and support tuning in. Committed every Thursday at 8 o'clock. But before we get this thing started, y'all, how y'all been? What's going on with y'all? <sighs> exactly. <laughs> come on. Yeah, I know. Adult problems. I got into a little fender bender this week. So I've been trying to deal with regular everyday things with an additional little piece of like something else on top like I've been trying to figure out what's going on with my car it was kind of crazy because I had to drive up to North Carolina this uh this week and I'm driving you know how you got to drive through South Carolina mm-hmm. then you got to get to North Carolina so I'm driving on in South Carolina they need to figure out how to clean up their roads <laughs> because I'm on the freeway and it's like this big black thing like like it looks like something that fell off somebody's car, right. you know, and so it like now or from underneath their car or something. And so I'm driving, and there's a car behind me, so I couldn't stop like stop mm-hmm. or like slow right. down so right. much. But then I guess I wasn't going fast enough for them because they ended up getting over and to the next lane, right. and so now I could not even get over so i'm seeing i'm seeing this object approach as i'm driving and then um and i'm in like the fast lane so i'm in the lane all the way like to left so you can't even go left i can't even go left so i have nowhere to go so i have nothing but nothing to do but to drive over this object in the Mm -hmm. road and i'm driving over the object and i hear like this like clank sound and i'm like oh my god really and then of course right after that there's a bumper and it's a big bumper oh, someone's wow. bumper sitting on the road and i had no choice but to run over it like right. i i really because the car was like next to me so like mm-hmm. i had no i had i had to make the best choice so it was like run over it run over, yeah. and so i ran over it and so my car literally just was like oh this is not okay right. and so i had to basically i have to get it's at it's at the bmw dealership now so i'm hoping that they're gonna find out what's going on and that they're gonna figure it out and fix it but i have no rental so i'm just figuring out like what do i do what do i do (laughs) so there's that y'all was actually surprised i thought when you told me i thought i was in atlanta because you know you already know how the city is yeah yeah so so you saying south carolina is just not not it 
It no no it, it's never been it to me. Okay, <laughs> no but no shade to no, South Carolina. No, no shade right. to South Carolina. Love, but you know I mean? definitely feel like it, to me, and when I call my insurance and they're like, "It's your fault. You're at fault." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like I thought that the city was responsible. Yeah. For making sure stuff like this was picked up off the road, yeah. so I'm like, oh my god, like I, I'm I'm glad I'm alive, you know. But besides that, I was just like, this is crazy. No, yeah, so it's, it's like the most uh, important thing. It's like you know how potholes mess up everything. In yeah, your car, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, I mean, I think I went to my insurance dealer because I, I think uh, I needed a, um was in alignment and all that. Right. I'm like, yo. I, th- I feel like they should pay for this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got all these, you know what I'm saying? You know how I many potholes in the city? It's like, no, no, we can do about it. So, yeah. it's the same situation. You know how many taxes we pay? You know how much tax right. we pay right. on right. Hello. That's one thing I would say about Atlanta. I, I mean, the city treats me very well, but when I first got here, I'm like, they don't take care of the city no. very well at right. all. <laughs> like, there is trash everywhere. Yeah. There are potholes everywhere. And, like, they, I was like, oh my. Yeah, they don't know how to deal with uh, overpopulation. Even street lights, yo. I yeah. feel like it's yeah. too dark. Because you got too many hills, you may hit a mm-hmm. corner or two and run into a car, God forbid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yo, I'm glad that you're all right, you know, yeah, um, sure. getting that car together and everything. Hey, we have adult problems, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. The worst uh, time, telling you. But so. it's okay. I'm here. I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> I made it. Exactly. What about you, Kel? What's going on with you? Man, you know, for me, I don't know. So, y'all ever, I don't know how y'all do it. If stuff bad happens to me, it's like, normal you know what i'm saying like i don't know i've always normal so how how i say it like um it's weird it's like if something bad happens during my week i don't really let that come over you know what i'm saying i don't really feel it let it it affect you yeah and it's always been like i don't know what it is um but it's like you know i feel like every week is regular you know what i'm saying unless something super amazing happens you know what i'm saying y'all y'all know about it but otherwise it's like life is going you know what i'm saying i woke up basically Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's just how i see that's a great perspective yeah honestly and I you, think that's and, great. That's and healthy. I, and I, right, that's really <laughs> and I, So here's the scary part. Like, is it healthy, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what if that what bad if, things happen to you, what, you're okay? What if it's something that's really bad, though? You but know you saying? know how we came up, uh, Kel. Exactly. Especially young men. We are taught not to complain or, yeah. or show oh. any type but of is that is that good? You know what I'm saying? Oh. I'm not saying it's good nor bad. Like, is, but. like do I need to see somebody maybe sometimes about... Just you know what I mean in general to see if that's an okay able response. To right. Emote. Right. Yeah. You need to emote. Right. Because you know, if, like I said, if something like even, you know, I don't like to say it, but even deaths in the family order, you know, I don't really, mm. you know, what I'm saying move in a way that's like, you know what I mean. It's just I woke up today. Kel, right. when's the last time you cried? Cause I think I've asked you Man. this. But <laughs> when's the last time you've cried? It's it's been it's been a long time. Be real. Really. Real talk. Real, yeah, real. It's been a long time. Like. I, now, if you could estimate it, how long? It's amazing to me that 20? you can say real. What? Maybe 20? I was 20, 20 years old. So it's probably 20, 10 years 10 old. 10, 10 11 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like, I, you know. Wow. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, because growing up, they used to call me the crybaby. You feel me? Like, I used to cry all the time. <laughs> As a kid, like, for real. Like, like grown. Like, I'm talking like high school, middle school. I used to cry all the time. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I guess, you know, when I hit that hill, I just, you know, it just, I guess, I don't know. If it's a numbing or what. Yeah, it's weird, but. And nothing has happened for you to cry, or are you saying... No, there's been a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, um, you know, family members or friends, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's stuff you hear about, but, like, how I see it is, I can't do anything about it, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, life goes on, and 
I don't know if, like I said, is that is that a healthy response? I you see. know what I'm saying? Nah, I, I, I wouldn't say necessarily it's a healthy response, but I do understand why you yeah, don't feel yeah, like you feel yeah. like you shouldn't let it out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to say not to say oh. that that happened this week. Right. I'm just right. saying in general because I know we had this question last week. You know what I'm saying? How how you doing? And I thought about it. Like, how am I doing? Yeah. Mm. I feel like I'm good. But am I? You Are you on autopilot? Is that what it is? All is the it time. like an autopilot All the thing? Time. Okay. Yeah, that might be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I it's see. not no. So have you ever like said? And this is for you too, Jerry. I don't know when the last time you've cried, but like, do you like kind of? Do you guys kind of? Because I find it fascinating yeah. that I find out that guys have like had years that have gone by Man, since they've cried. Jerry, you may have had more recent. I'm not sure, but like I, when I find that out, I'm like, wait, what? I cried three days ago. I'm gonna keep it 100. I'm gonna keep it 100. I was with my fiance and um, you know, start reflecting on life and everything like that, and um, you know, just with a lot of stuff that we have going on yeah. and, and all the responsibilities that I will be taking in. And once I say I do, you mm-hmm. feel me? And um, one day I just went in the bathroom in the shower. I was taking a shower and I started reflecting on everything because I feel like a, the shower is the time to just yeah, think and your, cleanse your, yeah, like yeah. your soul for Absolutely. me. And um, once that happened, um, I just started crying. I started bawling yeah. out crying. And once I get done bawling out crying, and this happened, I would say at least two, maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, once that happened, I was just start, you know, Cleaning myself up, looking myself in the mirror. You got this. You got this. You right, got right, this yeah. because you know, just with uh, an everyday job, a show, right. a lot of future goals that I want us to fulfill mm-hmm. and everything. I, I put a lot of weight on myself, and I feel like I do as well as others. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was just overbearing sometimes, and I do feel the need to cry, but not show. Anybody that I cried, I could that. cry. You didn't even show her you cried. No, no. <gasps> did you tell her? I told her, okay. but I didn't. I didn't show because I get it from my father. I never seen my father cry a day yeah. in my yeah, life. Me that doesn't mean your mom me didn't see him cry. Me that neither. Though. Probably. Yeah, I ain't never I'm seen just saying. I think that, it's something. Come on, pops, see me cry like a million. Over of the course, smallest. you was a baby at Not one point, then, right? Like, like even like I said, even in high school, like, like I remember. Uh, I think I cried. I cried to my mother. Cause I needed a ride to work, and he he didn't want to do that. And it was like that was the last time I think I cried over something that was like I feel like was petty at yeah, the time. Right, right. And she no, was that's like, a buildup. That's not even about. It was a buildup. Right, it was. It was. Yeah. Cause we talked about it. You know what I'm saying? It was a buildup, and it was like you know, that was the last time I probably cried over something like that. You know what I'm mm. saying? Or just in general about something I felt like I needed to cry about. I think that's the last time I left. Like you know what I mean? Cause it made me so mad. I was like, I'm not never give somebody that. You know what I'm saying? Over me again. You know what I'm right, saying? So that's right. probably why. You know what I mean? But yeah. You know, it's very, very good to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Because you realize it. <laughs> you feel me? But it was like, you know, it was, it's a very important question because I remember I asked somebody how they were doing. And they were like, uh, you know, you always ask me how you doing. You never say um, good morning or anything. You actually ask me, like, how, how am I doing? doing? But it got to be how genuine you at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's what you said. Because certain said, people be like, hey, how y'all doing? Yeah. How you doing? But really don't mean how exactly. are you doing. Just saying hello. Yeah, he told me, like, the way I said it to him was like, he really realized that I was actually asking like on a serious level like mm-hmm. how you doing your so, soul was speaking to him uh, yeah that's what it seemed like so I was like you know I thought about I thought about that every day since then so when somebody asked me I kind of think about like how am I doing 
Right. I'm doing good though. I'm really, I, I feel like I'm doing good. That's honestly. good. That's what's That's up. Good. That's I what's up. To hear that. <laughs> so to all the listeners, supporters out there, I hope y'all are doing well. Um, I sure hope that you know y'all staying safe, healthy, and um productive with any and everything that y'all are doing. So when we come back, we're gonna get into more mental health because I feel like we need to talk about absolutely mental. And health. this is the last month. That May is mental health month. So exactly. this is the last week of that. So. Exactly. So we I can get like into it. Yes, yes. We feel like it's important to get into that. So when we come back, we're going to get into more of that. And I got this classy joint for y'all. So we just cool out for all my ATLians out there. If y'all tune in listening to the show, I got this classy joint for y'all. So, hey, I go by the name of DJ 9D. This is your girl, Keisha. And it's your boy, Kel. And you're now tuning in to Kicking the Old School every Thursday at 8, where we take you back with the trash. That's all of that. But as well as men, that generational gap, giving y'all some new music up today. We'll be right what? Black. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> he deserved it. Y'all gonna say, gonna end like that. Man, don't start it. Just loke him and smoke him. Hey, man, trying to prove you ain't no punk. Penitentiary full of <laughs> thought they weren't punks. Look at the fear in your eyes. I can feel it. You can't feel
I quit and work and bit the dirt, that's how I pay my dues. I want to live, that's how I be. So all the real, real, I'm like the players that's in that room. I wonder how you would react and left you in my shoes. I quit and work and bit the dirt, that's how I pay my dues. I want to live, that's how I be. So all the real, real, I'm like the players that's in that room. Man, you know what's going on. It's your boy Joe Green, and we kicking it old school on the real M honey. You dig? Oh, I was young as a monk, up, north, up, up, up. I'm cuz of earth. Gang, do that 442 with the green top. At night, I hit the club. We had belly ass sleep. When the sun got out, it wasn't nothing to make. And we are back, y'all. I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your boy, Cal. And you're now tuning in, kicking the old school every Thursday at 8, where we take you back with the trash that's all of that. But as well as men, that generational got bringing y'all new music of today. Yo, I must say that we are talking about mental health. This is the last week to bring that to light about just your mental health. It's not the last week, by the way. It's not this the last is, week? I thought it was... Well, this is the last week, but... I'm saying in general, do you know, not oh, yeah. make seven. this right, 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 your last right. week. Don't Most just seven. reserve mental health for men. <laughs> <laughs> we can observe it and talk about it and out in the open. But please, I think really what it is is like just get used to talking about it. Mm-hmm. And this month is the opportunity for people who may or may not ever really talk about it or mm-hmm. have some type of like... They're not familiar with it, mm-hmm. so just get familiar and be okay with and comfortable with talking about mental health. That's so right. this is the last week. You were right. This is, the last, this is the last week of Please mental awareness. Mental health week. awareness month, exactly. right? Exactly. I yes. feel you on that. Okay. May is mental health awareness month. So let's get into this Texas shooting that just happened not too long ago. Um, it happened at uh, what is the what's the elementary school name again? I think it's. Parkland High. Let me double check. That Parkland thing. Elementary. El- Park, yeah, correct. I don't Parkland know why I said Elementary. High, yeah. yeah, but apparently um, this 18-year-old um, murderer, coward, I would like to say. I don't want to mention his name, but um, he pretty much killed 19, uh, well, injured, I believe, 17 kids, killed 17 kids, and um, 
two teachers, which is a total of 19 people. And um, I would just like to send my deepest condolences to each and every family member that yeah. may have you may have lost somebody um, during this horrific time, man. So before we get into all of that, man, um, we were just talking about mental health, and I would just like to understand from uh, uh, his standpoint, the killer standpoint, of why do you think he first of all killed his grandmother then drove to an elementary school to lay that down well first of all let me um rephrase the school is actually uh uh i want to say it's rob elementary in uvalde texas i think it's uvalde i'm not sure how to, how to um pronounce it but that's what it's called um now everybody you know when, when there's a mass shooting or there's a shooting in general um where i come from you know i don't i don't like to admit it i know a lot of people who've done that you know what I mean? Shooting or, you know what I'm saying? Locked up, murder, all that stuff. Um, obviously, as a child or as a kid growing up, knowing these people, we don't see them as monsters. You know what I'm saying? They're just people in our neighborhood because they treat us otherwise. Um, but to understand why they do what they do um, is hard. You know what I mean? And that, that goes into mental health. You know what I'm saying? Where they are in, in their mind when they do that is not where we are. So we not, we're not going to be able to understand that. We'll never understand that obviously you know what i'm saying so the same thing with this this kid who was you know what i'm saying he's 18 um who shot his grandmother before he did everything he did um by the way um an insane act crazy act um one thing i learned uh in psychology you know what I'm saying in college stuff like that was you can't just you don't want to call somebody a monster off rip you know what i'm saying because you gotta if, if you think about that you would you would, you initially think that everybody is inherently you'd want to say evil and some you know some people would want, would want to believe that it's cool um i personally i don't believe in that i think people are good their intentions are just wrong um his intentions were absolutely horrendous you know what i'm saying obviously and whatever he was going through was crazy in my opinion you know, you know what i'm saying that's probably in, obviously in everybody's opinion um so you gotta look deep into why he did that um i can't give him any excuses because i don't know him you know what i'm saying only his parents and all these people can know him you know what i'm saying um and the only thing we can do is use whatever whatever happened to his childhood to help other kids who might turn up and end up being like him one day. Who might want to go in there and start shooting other schools and stuff and try to figure out why he did it in the first place. It's not about thinking that he's a monster, in my opinion. It's about why he did it. And I think that's the most important thing so that we can prevent that from happening in the future. That's just, that's just what I think we should do first. You know what I'm saying? That way we could really truly prevent this from happening. Because even okay. if you stop guns. It's the other stuff you can kill people with. You know what I'm saying? It might not be as much with guns, as many murders, but it'll still happen. You know what I'm saying? Somebody will still make it happen in another way. So let's find out why they're doing this. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, so we can just quit it all in general. You know what I'm saying? I feel you on that, man. I feel like, um, you know, I agree. You need to get to the source of just why he feels the need to just in kill innocent lives, 19 to be exact. Yeah. And also... Um, we need to bring awareness to the youngest man because i feel like us as adult as adults in this generation i feel like we haven't actually took the time out to sit a younger generation down and mm -hmm. get to know them we have tablets and insta uh, uh, social media mm -hmm. to raise our children instead of us letting them know and obviously you know that social media or any easy access to anything influences the youth in any type of way shape or form maybe he played a game maybe you know he's seen something on um tiktok or mm -hmm. anything of that nature that made that made him want to 
you know, do those types of things and feel like it's no consequences. There's no reset button on these types of acts. Exactly. So I feel like um, definitely mental health is is very important. Keisha, what you think? I think it's really hard to manage 329 million people. Man. What? Um, <laughs> it's hard to manage one sometimes. No, and to manage 329 million people, apparently, according to the census that's how many people are in the united states (laughs) so it's hard to be able to say you know what i'm going to put something in place that is going to stop all 329 people Mm -hmm. from doing acts like this correct you know so it's even hard so the question of how do we even stop this is really really it's tough. That's yeah, hard yeah, to yeah. even just kind of fathom. Like, how do I, how do I figure out how to tell 329 million people that they should not be doing this? Because you can even see celebrities who have these large followings. Mm-hmm. They could even say something, but they're still, still missing won't. somebody. Exactly. You know. So I, I think that that's the first thing is like understanding the, the how the bigness of this situation. Yeah. But I do also agree, you know, with what you guys are saying, like in terms of like sitting down and talking to kids mm-hmm. and understanding like how how do I see you and hear you right. and give you a voice? I, I don't know what possessed him to do this. This sounds, you know, not sounds, but like this, this is one of those things that, you know, We've had this happen, and it's like I still can't grasp yeah, you can't fathom. the the understanding of your thought process yeah. be- behind not just taking someone's life, but like taking multiple people's multiple, life yeah. at the same t- at like all children. At once. You know, saying elementary school kids, mm-hmm. like. but it so, definitely starts in the home. I feel like oh, it definitely starts in the home, just about the circumstances and also the surroundings. Because I feel like it doesn't even matter what your net worth is or what class you are mm-hmm. in. If you create yeah. something or or um, if you just make the time for that individual child or whatever the case may be, you can change the world in a sense. You feel me? Because if Absolutely. everybody sat down with their children and just actually communicated and showed some type of love or whatever case may be mm-hmm. that they may have already shown already, right. it will change the whole perspective of just how we view things in life. So what do you think you know, ways. I know it's hard to maintain over 30 million young kids or whatever case may be, but how do you think or what do you feel like we need to secure local schools? Because I'm right now, me personally, I'm afraid to have a young kid and send them off to public schools. So what do you feel like teachers or maybe even the uh, whole corporation need to protect the youth of the next generation? What's kind of crazy is um, I read something about it was that they had police officers outside and they didn't even go in until it was over. You know what I mean? And 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 what I learned through that was that cops aren't apparently. I mean, it's, this is a, a a Supreme Court ruling. They're not supposed to protect you from an, you know what I'm saying from a situation like that. That's not that's not their job. So like if there's like an active shooter in in a, in a room, they're not. You know what I'm saying? They're not supposed to run in and then like sacrifice their bodies for whatever that shooter got. You know what I'm saying? Mm. For you, that's apparently that's not what they're supposed to do. So that's why they that happened. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so you can, I mean, if we're gonna have guns as available, you might as well teach the teachers how to shoot. In my opinion, mm. I mean, I think I mean you know, and um, that's also dangerous because what if the kids go into a teacher's locker and get his gun? 
you know what I'm saying, and start going crazy with just it. Just because they're getting bullied or anything it's, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's right? so many, it's so yeah, many things, bro. And it, and it needs, it really needs a, a, some kind of a sit down with all the senators and stuff to really figure out how to stop this stuff from happening. You know what I'm saying? I guess gun, uh, metal detectors or something like that, I guess. Um, more funding for security in schools. I couldn't tell you, you know what I'm saying? Because I I, obviously I haven't sat down and thought yeah. about it yet. I say pay the teachers more. The reason why I say increase teachers' salaries, I think that they'll care more about actually going to work and taking the time to actually um, spend time with kids. Have nurses and psychologists Mm. and have mental health people, professionals who can sit down with the children Mm -hmm. so that they can understand like, oh, all right. I now know that this is what's going on with this child. I want to spend time to be able to help this child work Mm -hmm. through these different things that they may be going through. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, it's a lot that goes into raising a child. And, you know, of course you can spend time with your child, but when they're not with you, when they're at school, um, somebody, they're under somebody else's uh, leadership and guidance. It takes a village. So I say... Increase the salary pay for teachers and get some more mental health professionals in schools. Because I really think that that's what's missing is because once they are deemed as bad or they're getting overlooked and they're not getting attention, they lash out. On that, mm-hmm. and provide them the right nutrition <laughs> for Man, real. What? See, you know remember what when they started? I don't know if they did this out here, but they started to take out certain snacks. I don't know if you mean by nutrition, like food, is which is what yeah, I'm guessing yeah, yeah. is saying. Yeah. But they started to take out different snacks out of vending machines and selling stuff like that to kids. So, yeah, they did that in, in LA. Yeah, that's dead out here. <laughs> <They did not. laughs> um, I mean, it depends because I know even if they don't sell it. In the vending machines, somebody's selling it out their locker. You yeah, know what I mean? Most <laughs> like, most whatever most you want it. So, yeah. I feel like it started with that, too, you know, because honestly, what you put in your body is what you become type yeah, thing. That's, you know that's insanely true. Exactly. <laughs> so, if you feel good, you're healthy, you retreat others right in. Mm-hmm. You know, it just comes yeah. full circle to me personally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, we about to hit another break. I got this another joint um, by the legendary Nas. I feel like it's very necessary to play this song because... He's showing you a different perspective of life and the way he think life should be mm-hmm. far as, you know, us as a culture, as well as many other cultures around the world. So I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your girl, Keisha. And it's your boy, Kev. And you're now tuning in to Kicking the Old School every Thursday at 8, where we take you back with the tresses, all of that. But as well as men that generation of Gap playing new music of today will be right what? Harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue Bahama waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage, we'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls. Your 
people rolling dough, no parole, no rubbers. Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers. Just some thoughts for the mind. I take a glimpse into time, watch the blimp read, the world is mine. If I rule the world, imagine that. Life relaxing, black, Latino, and Anglo Saxon. Amani exchanged the range, cast, lost tribe of Shabazz. Free at last, brand new whips to crash. Then we laugh in the illa path. The villa houses for the crew, how we do. Trees for breakfast, dime sexes have been stretches. So many years of depression make me vision the better living type of place to raise kids in. Opening eyes to the lies, history's told foul, but I'm as wise as the old owl. Plus the gold child, seeing things like I was controlling, click rolling, tricking six digits on kicks and still holding. Trips to Paris, I civilized every savage Give me one shot, I turn tripe life to lavish Political prisoners set free, stress free No work release, purple M3s and jet skis Feel the wind breeze in West Indies I think Coretta, Scott King, mayor the cities And reverse things to willies It sound foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa If I rule the world, imagine that Making moves in Atlanta back and forth scrambler Cause you can have all the chips Be poor or rich Still nobody want a brother having shh If I rule the world and everything in it Sky's the limit I push the Q45 infinite It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony Strictly living longevity to the destiny I thought I'd never see but reality struck Better find out before your time's out What the f- If the I f- rule the world Imagine that I free all
guys, it's your girl Daniqua, your original boss lady. And you're now kicking it old school on Real 1100 AM. Boss lady, handle my business. Yo, and we back, we back, we black. It's your boy DJ 9D. It's your girl Keisha. And it's your boy Kel. And you're now tuning in and kicking the old school every Thursday at 8 where we take you back with the trash test. All of that, but as well as men that generational gap, bring you our new music of today. So the last topic we was talking about was that mass shooting that went down to Texas, killing 19 innocent people, um, being the fact that the shooter, the 18-year-old uh, shooter, he's actually dead. He got in a shootout with the um, police at that time and everything like that. So I guess you can say justice was kind of served, but the fact of the matter is those families out there are still suffering due to the loss of their young. And so, um, again, we, from kicking the old school, would love to send our condolences and our prayers to each and every one of those families and everything of like that. You Absolutely. feel me? So, yo, I got a question for y'all because I feel like, um, you know, just me listening to how music was and how music is today, do you feel like we stern, well, do you feel like the mainstream artists, no matter if you like them or not, it's no disrespect or anything, but do you think it's kind of stirring the younger generation in the wrong direction far as influence, killing, selling, and using? I think it's influencing a lot more than just our youth mm -hmm. who are listening. It's influencing the way other cultures see us. It's influencing the way, you know, different, the ways that we are supposed to be seen. A lot of times our loudest voices are people in hip hop or who make the music or the entertainers, but mainly the music because, you know, they're saying they're, they're, rapping about real life mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so because they're dictating what our culture looks like by all of the loudest music that's being greenlit by people that don't even look like us <laughs> right. you know it's determining a lot of how people see us nah, so yeah i mean you know rap is my favorite of all time i mean you know i'm not gonna deny it and i definitely like all the lyrics you know you know what i mean like i'm not gonna lie to you you know what i mean if you saying all that you killing somebody i'm i'm in the, i'm in the car going crazy with you you know what i'm saying but um me personally i learned because of why i grew up to not use that and have that influence me as a person but unfortunately a lot of kids and a lot of people don't have that guidance you know what i'm saying like i did to understand that that's just lyrics and you should not do that you know what i'm saying entirely entirety in its entirety and um you know what i'm saying you don't have to necessarily follow what you hear you know what yeah. i mean and um a lot of people don't have that kind of guidance a lot and so they take that as basically a flag you know what i'm saying and say hey do that you know what i'm saying and, you know um a lot of hip-hop artists know that it's, and it's unfortunate um because they could they came from a, a bad place but that part those lyrics and that kind of music has boosted their lifestyle for not only themselves but their family and their you know what I'm saying their children right. and so you know they're basically sending you know, sending a message to people who shouldn't have who shouldn't have that message, basically. I feel yeah. And so it's it's kind of hard to 
um, you know, when you when you're given a, I'm gonna give you five million dollars to tell your people to go shoot everybody up. You know what I'm saying? Whew, and, right. you, and you've been living, mm. and you've been living. Jesus, that's the You've been you've been living on on your mama's couch. You know what I'm saying? On on your homie's floor for like a year, and somebody just threw a bag of five million, ten million, and with the promise of probably getting a hundred million in your career. Would you do it? That, you know what I'm saying? That's basically that's what hip hop is. Is would you would you sell out your whole you know what I'm saying culture for money basically? Now that's not everybody. I think yeah. a lot of some some artists such as J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying those types have been able to go around that you know what I'm saying path in, in hip hop and rap and talk about the killing and murdering and stuff like that in a way that brings light to the situation exactly. instead of glorifying it. Exactly. Yeah. And so we need you know what I mean I think people are you know a lot of hip hop artists are lazy. They don't want to have to do all that going around yeah. and everything. They don't want to sit down and have to actually think about what they're saying because it's too easy. Because so. I feel like time, you know, they were talking about the situations that they lived in. You know, that joint called The Message. You mm, know what I'm yeah. saying? Broken glass everywhere. Mm, yeah. 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 So it's just um, unfortunate that it's third in a, in a sense because I feel like, you know, we could really be moving forward as a culture and actually you know uplifting one another as well as you know um investing with that within ourselves to build ourselves up so we won't have nothing to really talk about no more and um uh, talk about you know the positivities that's in the community mm -hmm. you know as well as you know the realness that will continue happening for generations and generations on Correct. you know unfortunately that won't be this whole situation as far as the mass shooting and everything won't be the last let's just be no. real it won't be the last until us as a culture or or just the world in general yeah, us as a race as a yeah, human, as human, a human race, race yeah. just change within ourselves to just stop all of this stuff because all we doing is hurting ourselves we post it past anything that we make or create on to the younger generation exactly. so they can run the relay race as well so again we'd like to shout out to all the families that have lost somebody out there and we could we we will continue to pray for y'all. You feel me? So yo, the next topic of today, we got two legendary people that influenced the culture in so many ways. We have Snoop Dogg and um, Michael Jordan. You know, shout what I'm saying? out MJ, man. Shout, shout out, out MJ. Snoop too, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dog, man. D O W G. So my question for y'all, because what Snoop just actually did was um, turn down two million dollars to DJ at. Michael Jordan's event or anything like that. So would y'all turn down two million dollars to uh you know from from Michael Jordan himself? He never met Michael Jordan by the way. I of course not. <laughs> I think um my family would kill me if I ever turned that down. Um but you know, Snoop is an icon as well, you know what I'm saying? Um you know, I, I guess he sees himself as like, you know, cause he is on a level similar, maybe not money wise. But in fame-wise, he absolutely is up there, uh, similar to Michael Jordan. Um, so you know, I can understand why Snoop Dogg said no. Now, if you said it was, if it was somebody like, um, I don't know, like Lil Baby or something like that, I don't think Lil Baby would turn that down. You know what I'm saying? Um, those kind of people. You know what I mean? But but the reason why he turned it down is because see, this is why I love Snoop Dogg for this because he's so down to earth and genuine and yeah. show nothing but love. But he turned it down because he said um, he's been a fan to Michael Jordan for years and years now. Yeah. And he never met him. But the reason why he turned that down is because he wanted to meet him on a personal level 
instead of like a business aspect of things because I, I understand why he turned it down because that could leave a barrier up in a sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. You know, but he wanted to come to him as a fan and as a boss to, you know, just get to know that individual, especially right. for a person he'd been looking up to. We all been looking up to for years and years yeah. now, you know what I'm saying? So that's definitely understandable. That just seems like such a just, uh, okay, Snoop, really? <laughs> because honestly, yeah, that's cute. I guess that's a, all right. But I just feel like he he trying too hard at that point. That's what I think. I'm like, okay, we get it. You want to meet him on a personal level. Meet him then. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't no, know. To me, like, I'm just like, like, what? Yeah, like, that's yeah. the reason I was going to ask because I'm not really familiar with what happened. I'm like, if that's the reason why I'm just like, really? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just like some people be coming up with stuff that I just be like, how, how did, how did you get there? <laughs> how was that the answer? And how are you okay with just resting at well? Because I wanted to meet him on a personal level. Okay, there are so many things, <laughs> so many business transactions and deals that happen within Hollywood that I'm just like, are you kidding me? That you would turn the, not that you need to turn down the money, right. but it's right. not about the money. Right. You know, I don't think he's like if. If it was an offer he couldn't refuse, trust me, right. he would have been. Yeah, yeah, he would have been. It's okay, I mean, him on a business like level, yeah, sure. You know, minutes. right. Yeah. If it was something that he really felt was like, okay, yeah, I'm doing it. Because everybody, everybody's for sale. But, like, I just feel like <laughs> definitely, like, yeah, I feel like that's one of those things. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I cannot get behind it. I yeah, can't get behind it. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Like, you know, sometimes some people, they just want to be so cool. Yeah, I had said something yeah. that was just, I. <laughs> people, that's one of these moments where I'm just like, I feel like this is more for clout that you said that you could turn, <laughs> you turn down. Yeah, that's what it, it, it <laughs> Michael Jordan, like you like. know, like, more than anything else. Like, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, and I love Snoop Dogg. Like I do, I love him. I love who he is as a businessman because he has come from, like you know, I don't want to say the hood, but like you know, he's come from some tough situations, and then he's been able to do things with Martha Stewart, even yeah. though they're both saying Which that they were both in jail, they crazy, were felons or whatever. Right. You know, like but like the way he's been able to reinvent himself. Right. You know, he's been able to play preachers, and mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the Owning day, rights to death row, right? Like running death row now. At the end of the day, all of his um, the underlying theme under all of his different characters or hats that he's played he's always been the gangster whatever mm -hmm. right but you know i think he's a he's a smart businessman and knows mm -hmm. how to reinvent himself but i think this is one of those things where i'm just like really snoop i just can't get with it well check this out is so, it something else yeah what else, <laughs> what else did he say because i'm not gonna just be like oh that was so great no what no, else did but he say? i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of sort of understandable i believe that you need the lord to stand us a little bit with this one but um he said to have a verse with him, it was charged two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to have a verse. Okay. okay. We're talking about today, correct? Today. Mm-hmm. To have the verse in the song in the music video will be another additional two hundred and fifty dollars. So you'll pay half a million for a song in the video with him. So do y'all believe that he's raising the stakes a little bit too high far as just you know, being on somebody else's project. It could be an independent project, a main a main artist project, or anything like that. Wait, wait, I don't understand what you mean. What do you mean? So Is basically, he, uh, you mean? Snoop, you know, you know, artists ask for a feature for like yeah, a Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have their price sheet. Right. So his sheet is like 250000 
for the for the verse, and then mm-hmm. another obviously you go on, on top the video. if you want him on the video. Yeah, so 200, so basically, if you want Snoop on your song, and if you want him in your video, it's five hundred thousand five hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Half a million, mm-hmm. half a ticket. What's the question? Is, is it, <laughs> I mean, is it too? Is it too? <laughs> is it too high? No, everybody has their price. Everybody okay. has their price. I do not. That's the biggest thing. Look, okay, look, okay. Now we talking about it. <laughs> we always want to discount our people we always want to discount our people be like oh that's too high no that's your price pay the price or don't like don't be mad because somebody else is saying that you you know like okay i can't pay that well okay well there it is and that then he's not for you that's one thing you learn about sales you do not waste your time on people who are going to waste your time (laughs) you know what i'm saying you find out y'all better listen okay it's true like you know so like if he's he's shutting down the people who's gonna waste his time so you know what i'm saying so as far as i'm concerned he said his price so that's why i'm like what's the question that's real if he turned down two million from mj that that makes sense you know yeah that makes perfect sense even if i had money i'm not paying snoop that much personally you know what i'm saying but like she said, that's his price. You feel what I'm saying? Know your worth. Know yeah. your worth. That's you what's me? up. But the whole, I, I want to learn meet him on a personal level. I'm just I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I'm not into it. Hey, <laughs> on some real ish, though, I did meet um, Charles Oakley, one of his uh, teammates, Michael Jordan teammates from Shout back out in Big the Oak, day. Man. Shout out to Big O. Very down to earth, um, humble brother. Um, he got a book. That's out uh, right now on all streaming platforms. Um, be sure to go get that book as well. Um, just a just a real down to earth dude. So I could really I could kind of sort of understand why Snoop Dogg would want to meet that person on that type of level because yeah. it's no business involved. It's nothing. It's straightforward. Me and you in the room, chit chatting. How was this? How was that? And I get it. But two million dollars, man, I would never in my life. <laughs> Turn, Turn that down, down. No. but I'm gonna. I'm obviously, we are on a different tax bracket right mm-hmm. now, so yeah. it's looking real scrumptious to us right now. Yeah, you feel me? I mean, like I said, I, I don't know. <laughs> to me, I feel like it's less about the money than more than it is the reason exactly. that he said he turned it down. Right, that right. I'm just like, what you know? But I do think if it was a number that he was that was you know pretty that he can't refuse that he can't refuse. I think he would have. I don't need to meet him on a personal level. But not only that, but I'm like, the fact that you turned it down, the business, you know, you can't even say like, okay, we now we're going to do this on a business level, but even afterwards, you know, we'll be able to chop it up personally. So you saying that's just not, a right, pop, that's I'll, not an option at all. Say, You're yeah. saying that now, like, you can't meet him because... Be even before the deal goes mm. down, be like, I just wanted to meet you. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that there that there's no none of that? <laughs> like it just sounds, it sounds like silliness. Yes, most yeah. definitely, most <laughs> definitely. So yo, we winding down the time right now. Plug them in, Kel. So you can follow me at ngwe.kely new Kelly. You know what I'm saying on IG for sure. Keish done did it. K e i s h d o n E-D-I-D-I-T. The Real DJ 9D on Instagram. T-H-E-R-E-A-L. DJ. Number 9. Letter D. You can't miss it. As well as um, go subscribe to our new YouTube channel, which is up on YouTube, obviously. Please like, comment, and subscribe to all the latest work that we have done. We still have some more videos coming up. Um, 
and yeah man we appreciate all y'all and everything like that hopefully next week we'll have positive k coming up up in here um a legendary mc um he laid the foundation he worked with big daddy kane mc light as well as many others in the game he's been around for over 30 years 20 years and um yeah very down to earth dude so again we appreciate y'all for tuning in and once again our condolences for all the families that have lost an individual due to that mass shooting out there i go by the name of dj 9d it's your girl keisha it's your boy kel and thank y'all once again for tuning in to kicking the old school we gonna leave y'all with a newbie by coming it's called imagine which is leaving y'all on a positive note of how this world should be peace been dreaming of a paradise, somewhere a little paradise, like where I wanna be. Let's travel to the green side, a lovely place inside my mind. Don't you wanna see? Imagine layers in a game where we all players. No more stargazing or police car chasing. Imagine life to bring us Lauren Hill type of singers. Even the righteous schemers still let Christ redeem us. Life is greener on this side. The beauty that we see be coming from inside. Imagine if you a god and she a goddess. My people get free, locked up from weed charges. We no longer targets or bodies on the market. Clean water coming out of Flint Falls. is awesome. Not being petty, but got petty cash. Everything on the path we already have. Imagine having a woman like Betty Shabazz. Steady with class, ready to blast till the chariots pass. To take me to my new destination. I think in miracles, it's my imagination. I've been dreaming of a paradise. Somewhere a little Paris, like where I wanna be. Let's travel to the green side, a lovely place inside my mind. Don't you wanna see? Imagine days divine no longer in the race with time. Every day we wake up is the day to shine. Imagine you could turn water to your favorite wine. And when you're taking down your girl, you can take your time. Imagine loving you enough, you don't need a like. Kids, fathers in their life just to lead them right. No longer worry about sickness, cause we're eating right. Amanda Gorman poems, mantras that we recite. Imagine not being politically correct, but spiritually direct, still giving me respect. Imagine if you could change the world through song. No longer do we have to pay back school loans. Imagine in the hood doing our own renovations. Another way to keep the dollar circulating. Mountaintops of patience just to heal a nation. Since I was little, I had a big imagination. I've been dreaming of a paradise. Somewhere a little paradise. Like where I want to be.
Yo, thank y'all for tuning in to the hottest show in Atlanta, where we take you back with the tracks that's all of that, kicking the old school from the real 1100.